Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is October 12th, 2021, but you might be hearing it on the 13th. Hope you're all doing well out there. Stay insane through these very insane times. Aw, yeah. Back again, back again. No show last week, I was out of town, didn't have my recording equipment with me, but I'm back and here we are. Lots and lots to talk about. We'll see if I can remember it all. Had a bunch of technical difficulties trying to get all this stuff set up, and it made me for- <laughs> made me forget everything I was going to talk about. I had like a couple things planned, but we'll see. We'll see. I uh, went to Los Angeles last week. It was pretty nice. Nice to get away. I like LA. It's getting to be one of those places you can't go anymore, though, unless you get a vaccine. I think the last day I was there, they passed some sort of law where to do anything inside, go to venues, uh, restaurants, whatever, kind of like what San Francisco's doing. You're going to have to get the vaccine. You're going to have to get it. It's a mandate, which isn't a law. It's all bullshit. None of it has legal standing. We need to stand up to this shit. But uh, while I was there, there was an oil spill. This was a big thing in the news right there off of Huntington Beach area. And uh, if you looked at the news, you would think it was the worst thing ever, absolutely catastrophic. Uh, I went to the beach down there, to Huntington Beach, and it was shut down, but a bunch of the other ones were open. And uh, it's just the news doing what the news does. They, they, uh, they overreact, they exaggerate, and they use it to further their agenda. That's just what they do. You go down to the beach and you can't find, I couldn't find uh, any oil. I was... I was standing there, I like walked down to the beach and they had it all caution taped off and it said that the ocean's closed, but you can watch walk on like this small section of beach. You know, as if you're going to go down there and eat the oil because there wasn't there wasn't as much oil as they made it seem like. And then get this, they they hire this cleanup crew to go and uh, clean it all up. And they just get like a bunch of uh a bunch of landscapers, like a bunch of these Mexican dudes. And uh, the only reason I know that is because I saw the landscaping truck, like, in the parking lot. There was a bunch of them. And uh, they used them as, they must have went through some sort of temp agency or something. But they dressed them all up in these white plastic jumpsuits with the yellow boots and uh, made them put the hoods on so it all looked very, it was all theatrical. And they they just uh, go down to the beach and I was looking at them with binoculars because I had some binoculars. Because I was curious. I was like, dude, maybe I'm witnessing a real life hoax right now or something. And uh yeah, there was a bunch of people with um news cameras and stuff, people from the media with those cameras that have like the 3 foot long lenses. And uh they're just taking pictures of these guys who are pretending to pick up oil. And uh there was some oil, but not as much as they made it seem like on the news. And you you'd see these guys, they're just looking like they're doing something in their uh their fancy like hazmat suits and they're just drawing pictures in the sand and shit and they weren't doing anything because there wasn't that much oil. Uh, maybe they just cleaned it up really quickly. But uh, apparently the total amount spilled was 125,000 gallons. And if you compare that to the ocean, which is something like three and a half quintillion gallons, and just to put it into perspective, there's 600,000 gallons of water in an Olympic-sized swimming pool. And that's pretty big, but if you look at the ocean, <laughs> you could fit a lot of Olympic-sized swimming pools in the ocean. So it's all relative, and yeah, if you had 125,000 gallons of oil in your backyard, that would be a lot. 
But in the ocean, it's not very much. But the news uses it as an agenda uh, to, you know, they're going to blame blame people that are driving cars and say that you can't drive cars anymore because it harms the environment. Oil spills are fucked up. And it is fucked up that animals have to die and all this stuff, but you just can't believe the news for anything because that's what they do with any situation. They take it out of context. They don't they don't provide any context for it, rather. And uh, they just exaggerate it, and then they use it to further whatever uh, little agenda they're heading towards. And the climate change, uh, take everyone's cars away, is a huge part of the agenda. And apparently the way this, this shit started, which is just something I heard hearsay from some guy I was standing next to, uh, there's all these... There's all these cargo ships that are stuck off of the coast of California, the coast of Southern California, waiting to get into the port of Los Angeles right there in Long Beach. It's like one of the biggest ports in the world. It's where we get all our shit. They fucking send it all over from China on these big boats. And uh, that's how we survive nowadays since we shipped away all of our manufacturing. Um, But they're not letting... There's this big shortage that's being caused. There's all these boats that are just stranded in the ocean. There's like over a hundred of them, possibly hundreds, and uh, they're not letting them into the port. They're saying that there isn't enough trucks, and and we don't know. What it seems like to me is a manufactured crisis, Uh, like they're just creating this shortage because the the stuff is there. You know, this network that they have to uh, move all of this cargo around exists. It's just being held up for some reason. And uh, what it looks like to me is the government intentionally doing it to create some sort of shortage. And apparently one of these ships that was just chilling out there in the ocean, wasting a bunch of money, uh, he dropped an anchor, or she, whoever the captain was, or the anchor guy, I don't know what his official name is, but apparently they dropped the anchor and then hit the oil line and busted it open. Ah, Anyways, (laughs) anyway... So yeah, saw an oil spill. It was okay. There was a little bit of oil, not very much. I went to a couple skate spots, and uh, they're a lot, a lot harder to skate in real life. You see these places in videos and stuff, and you're like, man, I could probably do that. Doesn't look very high. Doesn't look very big. Then you get there, and you're like, damn, this shit's hard. <laughs> it was fun though. Uh, pretty cool stuff. I also went to the Getty Museum. And uh, there's some conspiracy theories about the Getty. Some people theorize that there's an underground prison there for children. And that's one of the hubs for human trafficking. And I guess it would make sense if you ship over the kids in one of those containers. They probably got some tunnel going from the port uh, right there into the Getty. And then from there they can shuffle them about to the different Hollywood elites houses up there in the Beverly Hills. And... uh you know, send them along through the network that supposedly goes all across the the United States, This un, these underground bunkers and tunnels and shit, which is a fact. There is such thing as deep underground military bases called dumbs. And also these uh, tunnels and shit. I don't know if there's kids really under there, but I wouldn't put it past them. I know there's a lot of crazy artwork in the Getty, a lot of stuff from the 13th and 14th century. That's what I was looking at. And uh, pretty much the only thing you could paint back then was pictures from the Bible. That's all they did. You you don't see anything else, just pictures from the Bible in those centuries. They were really into that. And being there surrounded by these 
you know, hundreds of paintings like that, and they're all pretty good. It gets you thinking, like, what would it be like to live back then and to just really, really believe in the Bible that hard? And that's all you knew. That was the only entertainment. There was no TV. There was no cell phones. There's no electricity. But all you had was the Bible, and you couldn't even read back then. You just had to take some guy's word for it, whatever he told you about the Bible. And uh, the guy just scared the shit out of you and told you that you were going to go to hell if you don't pay him money or whatever. Yeah, there's probably more to it than that. But apparently the illiteracy of the population was one of the reasons why they painted these scenes from the Bible to kind of give people a visual, like, you know, a glimpse into what's happening because they couldn't read it for themselves. They just had to go to church and stuff. It's just weird to, to see that, how much we've changed. There were also some paintings of the black Jesus, which I'm a fan of, and the guy, dude, straight up looks African. That's a that's a big thing they talk about. It's mentioned in hip-hop a lot, too. It's, it's one of those things in history that they cover up. And if you look at where Jesus is supposedly from, it's mostly darker-skinned people. I don't know. Edgar Cayce said that Jesus had red hair, so who the fuck really knows? But I did see some paintings of the black Jesus, which is interesting. I also saw one painting where you can clearly tell that they cut out a certain part of the picture and ripped it off. And this was a really cool one. It was it was huge, like 10, 15 feet across and like 10 feet high. And it depicted all these different scenes from the Bible, like pictures of demons and, and angels and battles and all kinds of shit. And then there was this section that was like two feet by one foot that was just ripped out. And I wonder what that showed. Probably some black Jesus shit. Ah, but it wasn't all fun and games. I had I, I had the opportunity to go see a family member of mine, my little cousin. And unfortunately, she's not doing so good. She's dying of cancer. It was the saddest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, man, that stuff just really makes you think, like, what the fuck? Why does this happen? You know, why do good people have to die? That's, I hate to get so deep on you so quick, but... Some things in this life just don't make sense, and that was one of them for me, and seeing that was just like, man, really put things into perspective. Things might get hard, things are annoying, things are pretty fucked up, but at least you're not dying of cancer. It could always be worse, shit could be worse, so wishing her well and hoping something turns around. Hate to get all heavy, first thing in the show, let's listen to a song, and uh... Just appreciate some nonfiction right now. Check it out. Nonfiction, Black Helicopters. Had the time of his life, a capitalist with a communist wife. Started a fight and did the cast with God did the Christ. Hardly the type to give garbage advice. He was larger than life. He penetrated the roof with the car with a spike. Trained by insane ex-Marines, CIA, trade a renegade, assassin androids. Half deployed pilot in black helicopter choppers over Bosnia. Sifted so much coke, nose is fucked up. Let it off for all y'all bystanders. Baggy ass jeans to hide your banger bang with thugs the fuck out. Hang with bass in your face, gag gangs, the governments. These other kids, it's like the drunken business up to hundred digits. It's your party, they cry, rape. Plus the hook of lies, great. Slip another line and get your mind straight. 
Pull out the nine and start shooting people Money ain't the root of evil, it be much more than that America taught me how to kidnap and torture cats Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky I need cheese so I can jet easier My crib's tapped, I suspect ether That's why I'm out of touch with the media Undercovers like Pete Seeger I couldn't tell neither Watching the projects with a van of speakers Peeping how my kids rest Banging my whiz for hours Surveillance tape pissing in King's Plaza Even got us after hours Drug parties, golden showers on the poor shiksa Work for the FBI so anytime I might whisper My scary team be like barely clean Rocking Israeli jeans That's why I'm mostly heard and rarely seen Realization soaked in urgency Can't escape history's pen I'll be the worst to me Worst to me Exit the Stargate Initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth Orbits one star I've come from a far, far away State of mind Open up your third eye Black helicopters in the sky Exit the Stargate Initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth Orbits one star I've come from a far, far away State of mind Open up your third eye Black helicopters in the sky This cop in the city hopper Like a rocker with binoculars Took me these two rosters and I'm officer Kappa hostage Said that we were imposters He said a patient government agent From the United Nations Said that we had the provident information About the aliens, vegetarians, devils and Aryans These are civilized barbarians We fucking bury them When Ross said you pussy blood clot And got shot And I'm like fuck this I'm going up spots Cause shit is hot Cause shit is hot We know about the plan For the projects for contraband Got bombs on Brazil So you can kill a conquer land You're drug trafficking You knew creation for disease To control the population In the states and overseas You put poison in the weed and the milk we feed our seeds You look shocked, that's a bop to know the plot for all of these Took his Glock, lift his shot When the bastard wasn't looking, threw him out Then the mobster threw the chopper back to Brooklyn the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third Third eye, black helicopters in the sky. Ah, uh, yeah, black helicopters, classic nonfiction. That was written uh, from um, a Jim Keith book, Black Helicopters, produced by Necro. One of my favorite producers of all time. That guy's incredible. He's a weird dude, too. <laughs> He's a real scumbag. But in a good way. Like the ad, you know, the kind you, that's like fun. Ah, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I went to L.A. Good times. Good times. But enough about me. Talk about the city itself. Everyone's wearing a mask. A lot of people wearing masks outside. That's nothing new. Whatever. Apparently they passed some sort of vaccine mandate on the day I left, so it is what it is. Whatever. I'm not getting it. You know what is interesting, though, is the amount of people who were initially on the fence and skeptical about everything that was happening, the whole pandemic and, uh, you know, some nefarious intentions behind it, like the government might be behind it. Now, keep in mind, this was when Trump was president, and... Throughout his entire administration, it had been a trend of criticizing 
anything Donald Trump does and painting him out to be the most horrible human being to ever fucking walk on the planet. And uh, so everyone hated Donald Trump, and it was like, okay, whatever. He's kind of getting it pretty rough, uh, but I could see that. You know, the government does some fucked up shit, and he's the head of the government. But they really went all out on him, and uh, it it seemed to me like people were kind of waking up. Like to what the government is, to it's, it's all bullshit, and these are just actors, and um, I don't know, dude. And then, and then COVID happened, and then you saw people were skeptical of it. But then now that Joe Biden is president, it almost seems like they're uh, <laughs> they're at ease now, and, and they now they're back to trusting the government. It's sad, you know. These people you think were waking up and seeing what was happening. They're still falling for it, and now they're listening to it as if something changed just because fucking Joe Biden is president now. Like, dude, what's the difference, man? This guy is even worse. If if Donald Trump was bad, then Joe Biden is, like, mega bad. So, anyway, I don't know. I saw the Wilder, the, the Tyson, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight. That was an incredible boxing match. That wasn't a very good segue, by the way, but it, I have something that ties into this. While, while watching this fight over at my brother's house, uh, there was somebody over there, a, a friend of a friend, and she was an older lady. And she started talking about the vaccine, how she was vaccinated, and like, are you vaccinated? Are you going to get it? She didn't tell, ask me this, but I overheard the conversation. And... Uh, She's just all about it, you know? She loves it. Everybody's got to get vaccinated. And then she starts talking about her friends who got sick. Like, oh, I know so-and-so who, oh, he got this illness and that illness. You know those type of people who are always talking about somebody who's sick and fucking trying to one-up you on how sick they've been or their (laughs) their friend with fucking cancer like I was just talking about. Maybe I'm that guy. But uh, she was just touting the fucking greatness of the vaccine and we're like, yeah, whatever. Don't talk to me about this because I'll tell you what's up. And luckily she didn't. And uh, and then sure enough, just to give you a glimpse into these type of people, like the fight comes on and then all she's doing is like criticizing what the guy is wearing, the announcer, and saying, oh, that blue doesn't go with his tie and, and those pants don't match this and that. And, blah, blah, blah. and just these, you know, typical things of her. And then she starts talking about The Bachelor and... and uh, you know, the TV show, and she's talking about who's going to win that, and she never misses a fucking episode, (laughs) and these are just the types of people that are mandating that you get the vaccine, just people who are just living in fucking la-la land, as far as I'm concerned, watching TV and just, man, that shit fucks you up. Ah, I don't know. What else we got going on here, though? We had Indigenous Peoples Day. It's no longer Columbus Day. It's now Indigenous Peoples Day. You know, for a while, I was kind of on that tip, the the fuck Christopher Columbus tip. I agree. I mean, uh, colonizing other lands is fucked up. It's fucked up what happened to the indigenous people in, in the Americas and stuff. It wasn't just Christopher Columbus who was fucking shit up. There was a lot of conquistadors. And it was all over. It wasn't just in America. It was the whole continent. And I don't even know if that fucking story is completely legit. I think maybe uh, European people had been coming to the Americas long before that. There's evidence of that too. So 
I don't know what the whole uh, story is and the history behind that, how true it is. But now it's like you can't you can't say nothing good about Christopher Columbus. Like that guy was just the devil too. He was worse than Donald Trump. And they tore down his statues, and it's this huge cancel culture movement that is intent on rewriting history. And there's a problem with that. Like I get the don't celebrate mass murderers and stuff. I don't think Christopher Columbus himself was a mass murderer. Uh, then again, I'm not an expert. Maybe he killed a bunch of people, but I don't think he really did. He's just the figure that is um, in front of that. But we have this this notion that is based on nothing. It's not real. That like before white people got to the Americas, that everything was just peaceful and everyone just got along. And it was all puppies and rainbows and little bunny rabbits running around and fucking butterflies and shit. It wasn't like that at all. These Indi- The Indians were fighting each other, or Native Americans, whatever you want to call them. I don't know the proper terminology anymore. Uh, but they would war amongst themselves and steal each other's land. And there was a bunch of warring factions across North and South America, all kinds of different people. And this is just what people do. This is, uh, that's man. Men fight each other and women. But for some reason, we have this new reconstructionist, this new uh, revisionist version of history where only white European people, they're the only bad people. And, uh, you know, uh, African people or Indians or Chinese people and all these other people were just fucking peaceful throughout the tens of thousands of years that civilization has existed they never fought it was only once the white devil showed up that he started stealing everyone's land and shit and that's just not true and they try to paint the same idea for slavery as well like that slavery originated in colonial america and when christopher columbus came over that's when slavery started They never mentioned that slavery had been happening for thousands of years prior to that all over the world in all sorts of different civilizations and cultures and all sorts of different races were enslaved as well. And during the time when the slaves were freed, like there were white slaves too in the Ottoman Empire. And and it, I don't know, it's just they try to oversimplify shit and this is all mind control and brainwashing and indoctrination, and it's part of destroying the country, because you have to destroy the history in order to destroy the country, and that's what's happening right now, because, I mean, look at what the fuck's going on with the whole COVID thing, and uh, they're just, they're restructuring the entire world, like, this is the move towards the new world order, and if you have 300 million people that are hella stoked on their country, and down to fight for it, and die for it, and they know their history, and they know, you know, where they came from, and they're proud of it, that would throw a fucking wrench in the works, so they have to destroy history, and they have to make you ashamed of your forefathers, and all these people before you, and act like they were just terrible people, which, yeah, nobody's perfect, I don't know, Um, I'm sure they did do things that were bad, but you have to see that this is not, they're not saying this because it's entirely true, They're doing this because they have an ulterior motive, just like fucking everything, dude. And it's just annoying after a while. Like, you could read Thomas Sowell, 
he's a great historian. He's uh, been doing this shit for a long, long time. Grew up in the 30s. And uh, he's still alive somehow. But the dude talks about all of these different issues and, and these issues and what we're led to believe happens, you know, just via pop culture and, and kind of these notions that we're steered towards that really have no basis behind them. And... I think the whole fucking canceling Columbus Day is kind of part of that, too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a racist fucking dickhead. <laughs> it's, that's probably more simple, right? You could probably go to my last, whatever I said for the last seven minutes, and somebody would just interpret that as, this guy's a racist asshole. <laughs> yeah, a lot of big thinkers these days, you know? So there's my rant on uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Hey, I love I love Native Americans though too. I love the culture, but to act like you know they were all peaceful and stuff before white people got here, it's just not true. It just isn't true. There's never been a time on the planet Earth when humans were completely peaceful with one another, and to think that that will ever happen is is very stupid because it, it's just impossible. I don't see it ever happening. There's too many different personalities, conflicting cultures and ideas and stuff. It's just not as simple and black and white as some people make it out to be. With that being said, let's listen to the next song for today. This is a new one. Uh, it's Ill Bill, Vinnie Paz, and Recognize Ali, Godly Men. Yeah, one song. Yeah, pack pistol pansy and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My heart cold, homie, gets free on heart. Listen, now I'm not the one to sleep on. We ain't gon' find nothing we could agree on. At the cathedral over Medija. I'm looking for something to put the beam on. Motherfuckers popping from out of a four econ. The gates of oblivion get dark near y'all. Anytime I need a four five, then I call Egon. What's good for the martyr is good for the gun. What's good for the father is good for the sons. You a stupid motherfucker, type to look at the sun. My father gave me game, then I took it and run. My brother is Musa, that's my sniper. Motherfuckers out here clocking my car fighter. I get rid of the rats like the pie piper. You talking and you talking and talking, it's not a cipher. Yeah. With the wavy guard, put the stick to your wig and make it fall. You niggas baby soft cut from a lady's claws. All that crazy talk, I guess why they pay me more. Blazing hard, God roll like it's 84. That wavy sauce, my shooters out there waging wars. Breaking laws, of course, don't want to face his balls. Who raises the stars, they remind me of some lazy dogs. Ain't your moors, still win a silver one with take a loss. Shining up the hammer, niggas, but I hope a jammer. Spit that country grandma, I got killers in Atlanta. Visit the commander on the roof like a Santa. Meet the fiend, serve a kilogram from a banner. I bring pain to niggas trying to fall my rain. Bullets fucking fall like rain, catch you on the late train. Shoot craps like it's a dice game. Targets fell with the fight, hey, nigga. Sound in your thumb, it's Tuesday, the end is here. Smile while the revolver spin like a Ferris wheel. Got shirts when I get my first record deal. Nowadays, labels pay me quick and they can't steal. We the OGs now, we don't dump off. It's sad to see a dumb brother lying in the young coffin. 
too old to die, but still young enough to kill your army. Ozzy with the pump side, he did the pistol probably. Bucket hats and shrunk jewels and dust jewels like Russell and Crush Jewels. We hustled as one of you, these customers love shoes. So be it above two, I'm needed be one two. We greedy and uncouth. Started fighting, punched the wrong dude. I thought I knew Kung Fu. Broke his face in quarter one and two. Now I'm double fella cruising for a third strike. I need to get my shit together, two word life. Hard. That was the first time I heard that. We listened to that together. It was a bonding experience for us. Was it good for you? I enjoyed it. That's all that matters, right? Is that right? <laughs> Said, uh, start a fight and punch the wrong dude. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I was thinking about music. Dude, I don't fucking get it, man. I just don't get music. I mean, I get music. I love music, but I don't get the whole trend of what becomes popular and what doesn't, the marketing aspects behind it, all this shit, man. It's like I got all these songs I've recorded, and I just feel like I'm doing everything wrong. It's like, dude, I feel like if there's something to do wrong with music, I've done it. So that's kind of like the Thomas Edison thing. How he invents the light bulb and he just built a bunch of shitty light bulbs, but eventually he built a good one. That's me. I'm building a bunch of shitty light bulbs. I'm going to play you a new song at the end of this, though. Uh, give you a little sneak peek. Ah, so, moving on, moving on. I've been reading about this guy, this guy named Gertchief. Gertchef. Gertchef, I think it's pronounced. Uh, he was this spiritual teacher, and he came from Russia, somewhere in Russia, like old, old Russia, not communist Russia, like czarist Russia. And he was around for the Russian Revolution, and uh, this was the time he was alive. I think he died sometime in like the 40s. I don't know exactly. But he came up with this, this spiritual teaching called The Fourth Way. And right now I'm reading this, this book by one of his... Uh, his students, I guess you could say it. His name is Uspensky. And these are really, really brilliant, smart people. And the guy had a, a very interesting upbringing, almost like biblical type of upbringing, like just in the middle of some field somewhere with a bunch of animals and fucking in huts and shit. And, it, and kind of just a bizarre way of uh, growing up. And he went and studied with all of these master spiritual teachers, these people called fakers. And these are the guys that you would see photographs of in India who lay on the bed of nails. And they do all of these these um, challenging things to their body, these excruciating things where they have to put themselves into a certain mind state to, to ignore the pain. And they basically hypnotize themselves in order to be able to withstand this crazy shit that they do, like laying on a bed of nails or something like that, or... Um, I don't know, swallowing fire or something, you know, crazy stuff like that. Swallowing swords or whatever, I think they do that too. But you can look up, they're called fake years, I think there is the proper word for it. And uh, he, he also spent time with yogis. And just these different people who were experts of uh, these spiritual teachings, and he spent times in these these spiritual schools, 
that were like the ancient mystery occult schools where they passed on this ancient knowledge like from the times of Atlantis. And it's really interesting, the stuff this guy would talk about. It's really far out there. And his whole concept behind it is that people are asleep. Like even when you're awake, you're asleep. And everyone is just sleeping and everyone is just like these robots, basically. People are just machines. And uh, it's a really interesting, he has some really interesting concepts. So I just wanted to bring to your attention these two names. It's Gurchief and Uspensky, uh, if you're into that kind of shit. Because it's pretty interesting and you could definitely go down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, his name is George Gurchief. And uh, it's spelled G-U-R-D-J-I-E-F-F. And you look at a picture of the guy. He's got a great mustache. And he just looks like he knows what's up. He's on some weird shit, man. It's it's really fascinating stuff. And it was interesting when uh, I was getting really into this stuff and, and, and reading that book. I started having all these weird experiences that were kind of like, I don't know, synchronistic type experiences. And it's weird how that kind of stuff happens. It kind of makes you wonder what the what's going on in the universe. But I'll just just want to say a couple of strange ideas that he had that I found were really cool. One thing he says is that the moon, the moon is like a living being. Everything is alive, first of all, just at different levels. Like even the rocks are alive. They just have a different type of experience than we do. And you know that plants are alive, but the the experience of being a plant is obviously nothing like being a human. They're on a totally different wavelength, and who knows what the fuck it's like to be a plant. And he says the same thing with uh, rocks and just any form of matter, and everything is alive, and it's all inhabited by spirit, and it's all, um, everything's alive in, in some different way, shape, or form. Well, he says that the moon is alive, and the earth is alive too, and so is the sun, and, and they're all just these different types of beings. And he says that the moon, the way it eats and the way it gathers nourishment is through all the living organisms on planet Earth. And when something dies on Earth, that spirit goes up in some sort of spirit realm and it somehow gets eaten by the moon. <laughs> Isn't that the strangest thing you've ever heard? I thought that was cool. I was like, fuck, maybe that is what happens. That makes sense. I don't know. It doesn't sound any crazier than anything else. I think the idea that uh, the moon, the way it was formed, it was like they say the earth was a molten ball of rock. and It was all just lava. And then a meteorite came and hit, slammed the earth, and then it knocked off this big chunk, and then that became the moon. And it just so happens that it's perfectly sized, to like line up perfectly between the sun and the earth to like block out the sun completely. It's like, how did the, this shit, what are the odds of that? It doesn't, none of it makes sense. Like the whole scientific explanation of how we got to be where we are, it doesn't make any sense. Like you got to take into account some sort of spiritual thing. That's what I think. And everyone's entitled to their own opinion, obviously. So I thought that was fun, and he has his own theory of the way the moon was formed as well. He says that the moon is like a baby of the earth, and, and one day the, the moon will grow up and be like the, the earth, and then one day the earth will grow up and be like the sun, and these are all just processes that we go through, uh, processes of growth, 
and development. And uh, there's a whole spiritual path that aligns with it too. And like a fucking, a whole, all these mathematical equations and geometry and all this crazy stuff. It's, it's really weird. Um, and he would be asked questions like, so he would do these basically seminars is what you could call them. And he was really weird about how people would attend them and, and who got invited type of thing. And it was kind of like they had to find you. And that's the way it was supposed to be. You know, like, if you're ready for it type of thing, like, it'll find you, which is strange, too. And um, somebody once asked him, like, why do we have wars? Why do, why do people fight? And, and how can we get rid of war? As How can the human race rid ourselves of this terrible thing called war? And he basically said that that's impossible, and there will always be war, and it's just in human nature but it's it's controlled by something beyond us, and it's controlled by the planets. And there's this planetary influence over people, and that's why fucking there's war. And it's, it's, just, it's just fucked up because of that, and there's nothing we could do. And it's like, okay, well, that sucks. It's not very, like, hopeful. I mean, that doesn't give you much hope. So weird stuff like that. And then you start to think about that and start to wonder, like, maybe... Maybe the planets do have an influence on us in some way. So you could think that, um, think about the human body, for example. The human body is made up of trillions of cells, and cells are just these individual little life forms, basically. So, like, we're a big compilation, like a, a just a, a combination of all these trillions of life forms, and you, now it's a person all of a sudden. They're not just individual cells, they all work together to create different organs and bones and your skin and your hair and all this stuff, and you become a person eventually. And uh, you got to wonder, like, the individual cells, you could picture if they could talk to each other or whatever, like, they got to be wondering the same shit. They're like, dude, I think there's something bigger going on, you know? Like, doesn't it seem like something else is going on? And then the other cell is like, that's ridiculous, man. We're not part of something bigger. But meanwhile, they're you know, you're, they're part of a person, or they might be part of a heart, or whatever. And you could think about that on a grander scale, like the universe is just one giant being, it's one big living organism, and that's what God is, and that's what religion defines to be as God. And we're all just parts of it, and all of the planets are, and all of the stars, and all this shit, it's like, they're, um, you know, maybe we're part of the fucking liver, or something, of God. <laughs> and, uh, and then you could think about why planets have different effects on, you know, maybe something that happens on Saturn or Jupiter could have an effect on people on Earth. And that seems weird and far-fetched, although there is, you can go into astrology, that's what it's all about. There are, a lot of people are really into that. I don't, I don't really believe in it very much, but I don't know much about it. I never got super into it. Um, but it kind of makes sense when you think about it like this, like, you know, picture the Jupiter or fucking Saturn or something, you know, maybe that's like the liver. And if your liver's all fucked up, maybe it could fuck up your eyes. And just the way, like, the human body works, it, this isn't making any sense, is it? I don't know. Everything affects everything else. Look up Gertchief. It's interesting stuff. <laughs> Let's go into the next song. Uh, this is a classic. Since we're on that necro tip, we're going to do another one. Uh, him and Cool G Rap, The System. Check it out. Kind of smoked some weed before this. 
on the guitar. Check. Cock it back, pop it. I'm popping my Glock. Cock it back, pop it. Let off every single shot. The system forces me to travel the court and watch my case unravel I'd rather bury a fucking judge in his gavel than gravel They wanna see my funeral, which explains triple sixes in my docket numeral These pigs wanna lock me up for a whack crime Tell me to come to court, 9.30am Motherfucker, I sleep at that time, your word is born I'd like to see some victim of injustice Put bombs on his back and blow up 120 skirmish home But now when I'm there, so kick my door in Cause any warren I got, I'm ignoring Get off my dick, pig, you making my testicles tired Trying to charge me for assault without using electrical wires It won't stick It's like assault without the battery I'll inject masculine into your anatomy if you rattle me Cock it back, pop it I'm popping my glass yeah. Cock it back, pop it Let off every single shot I'm like Carlito Bugunti These bitches want me, go suck dick on a donkey You fucking cunt, peace, judicial system Crooked like the novels of Grisham Ain't worth pissing the bums, splatter the funds matter With some collateral laws, corporate laterals Written in Latin by bastards stacking them smackerels Enforced throwing the poor and pathetic To run the war and get wetted Off with your head, get a coffin and flag for credit Catching hell and yelling for medics To satisfy a hell of a fetish Reddish blood trails from the parish Military killing Barry for propaganda news Rockefeller wrote they was dumb, stupid animals They based life off of that one group of camera crew Now camouflage cannons move on the slums in the sand dunes For royal bloodliners to fuck miners Plus love vagina From the kind you find the wonder rama Cock it back, pop it I'm popping my Glock, Glock. Cock it back, pop it Let off every single shot Oh yeah The Godfathers they call them Necron, cool G rap. That's a, that's a combo. Yeah, I was listening. I was like, man, that Necro verse is crazy. And then I heard uh, cool G raps first. I was like, fuck, this verse is crazy. <laughs> crazy combination, I guess. If you're not familiar with cool G rap, like if you haven't listened to his whole catalog, you're really missing out. That guy, I think he's the best rapper ever. A lot of the your Favorite rappers know that he's the best rapper ever. Like he's the he is the godfather of this shit. One of my favorite songs by him is uh called Thug's Love Story. It's like ten minutes long and it's like three different songs in one, but he just tells this crazy story about meeting this chick and uh and all this this crazy stuff that ensues after that. He's a great storyteller. So check that song out, Thug's Love Story. Alright, so we talked about Gurchief. If you're still here, we can talk about some other stuff. I listened to this uh, this interview today, and it was with this woman who was a former Pfizer employee, Karen something, Karen something. Like, damn it! I'll I'll put a link to the the video in the show notes so you can watch it. And she was on this guy's show. I found it on BitChute, so you know it's legit. And uh, <laughs> um. They're talking about the vaccine, and they're talking about how they found this substance called graphene in the vaccine. Kind of funny that it rhymes, right? And uh, this is a weird substance that that I've heard 
I don't know, I'm seeing different stuff on. But what this woman was getting at was that graphene is in the vaccine, it is poisonous, and it's bad for you, and it's going to have negative effects on people, and that's why we're seeing so much fucked up shit happen to people after they take the vaccine, is uh, this is partially responsible for it, this substance called graphene, and uh, the fact that it's poisonous for you. Now, she had a hard time finding this because apparently there's this um, exemption in the vaccine. So, like, normally they have to print all the ingredients and tell you exactly what's in it, but there's this loophole that where they can have a trade secret. So they don't publicly publish everything um, because that would fuck up their, um, their patent on it. So they're allowed to to mislead you and not tell you everything that's in it. That's like their loophole to get to get through with that. Well, she was able to discover um, documentation that these inoculations do contain this graphene substance. Now, graphene is a, a weird substance. Apparently, it's also used in this new type of artificial intelligence nanotechnology like like what's used in uh, Elon Musk's Neuralink technology. And this is something that I had been... Obviously, I've been talking about this like every episode since I fucking since COVID started. But um, so yeah, it it kind of all these pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together here, and you're seeing that this COVID vaccine does contain these different types of weird nanobot technology. So now all of a sudden, these these theories where maybe these COVID vaccines are some sort of ploy to get everyone linked together through 5G into the internet of things and have everyone, you know, have everyone hooked up with fucking microchips, basically. There, I said it. I don't know if it's true or not, but the the pieces are kind of coming together with this and it's it's looking very strange. And even not going that far and saying that there are, you know, that's the purpose of the graphene in the vaccine because apparently this is a, this is a fact that these vaccines do have graphene in them. Well, just the fact that that graphene shit is used in that type of Neuralink technology and all that, and it's just, I don't know, it's not looking good. It's weird, scary times. It sucks that everyone's fucking getting this and that people are uh, falling for this because it's not looking good. I don't know. I feel like this is some sort of... uh like a final move here. The real fucking, they're really going for it, trying to make this new, the new world order, this thing they've been trying to make forever. So this vaccine's no fucking good. I know that, and I don't like it. I hate that they're telling everyone to get it. It fucking makes me, it killed my fucking grandma. So there's that. It's just bad, man. It's fucking nuts. I don't like what's uh coming come into fruition here and uh these these stunning revelations all right now i'm just now i'm just flexing with big words here uh i was going somewhere with this I'm, you'll just have to watch the video yourself because they get into some pretty scientific stuff and i'm obviously uh not explaining it very well but it's not funny and it's it's not cool everything that's happening with this vaccine thing is just bad dude it's not good and even if this particular round of vaccinations doesn't have 
whatever they could put in the future. Like it could happen in the future. And just the the setting the precedent to be able to make a a mandatory inoculation whenever the government says so, I don't see how people don't recognize how fucking dangerous that is. Like these dudes are not good. There's still some people who have this fucking um, skewed notion that the government is there to help you and that they care about you and all that stuff, but it's just not true. It's just not true. Uh, they've led people to believe that after a very long lifetime propaganda campaign. And we're seeing it reinforced every day on the news. Every day on the news, they have a new story. They use the fear tactics to scare you, talking about the number of people dead, the rising of all these variants, uh, how people are dying and they wish they would have gotten the vaccine. And it's like their dying wish that they would have got the vaccine. It's like, what the fuck? And just seeing the like how hard they're pushing this vaccine and the lengths that they're going to to make it seem like this virus is the worst thing ever when we know just by looking around ourselves that that's not the case. And if you've been following the altern- the alternative media at all, you'd know that too. But um, yeah, still they're just pushing this narrative and the only solution is to get the vaccine. So that leads you to like the question, what's in the vaccine? What do they want to put into everyone? And then you have people who theorize that it's just the vac- the pharmaceutical companies just want to make a bunch of money and it's strictly greed that's driving it. But I don't really believe that. I think it's something deeper than that and something bigger because these people already have a lot of money. I mean, they have all the money. They print the money. You know, like they own the banks and, and all this stuff. Yeah, you do have the pharmaceutical companies, but they're, I think those are more just like a tool. Like they're lower down on the pyramid than the people who are really running the show and who are really pulling the strings. Like the pharmaceutical companies are still run by those people. I don't think it's the pharmaceutical companies who run the Illuminati or whatever you want to call it. Like those people are run by the real dudes behind the scenes, the real policymakers who create these these decade, century-long plans uh, where they look really far into the future. And they're able to utilize all these different resources at their disposal. And I just think that's what the pharmaceutical industry is. They use that as a tool to fucking further their um, fucked-up agenda. And their agenda does include depopulation. So... Take with that what you will. I mean, they they write it in their own books and stuff. I don't know. It's crazy. Somebody sent me this video today, too, of this this trailer for this new Netflix show. (laughs) It's this animated show. It's kind of like a family guy type of show. And it's all these people who, like, work at the Illuminati. And they're behind every conspiracy. And they're the ones designing everything that's happening. Look this shit up. I think it's called Inside Job. I'll try to f- send you the link of it. And they it was just filled with all the symbolism. Like there was a guy huffing chemtrails to get high, <laughs> like out of this tube. Or it was like a whippet. It was like a giant whippet of, of chemtrails. And uh, they're just, they just like to rub it in your face. You saw that same shit with the movie Utopia. or the, It's actually a series. John Cusack. And a bunch of people, John Cusack plays this Bill Gates type figure. I've talked about it before in this show. But basically, the whole plot of the show is there's all these conspiracy theorists. 
and they uncover this plot where this fucking billionaire creates this fake virus that spreads around the world. He cr- uses the media to to promote uh, that this this scare of this big virus just so he can get everyone to take his vaccine that he owns the patent to and he's going to make a bunch of money off of and the vaccine depopulates the world and it makes you infertile <laughs> and it kills you and shit. So it's like, and that happened like during COVID. They released that during COVID. It's called Utopia. It's on Amazon. And apparently you have the new James Bond movie as well. And somebody mentioned something that in the new James Bond movie, there was a similar plot line to that too. Like they're trying to inject everyone with these fucking nanobots or something. So I don't know. I'll have to watch the movie. I'll give you a full report on that once I watch it. But I don't like all this... um this predictive programming that's being used to kind of desensitize us to accepting all this fucked up shit. It's like getting us ready for it. That's what they do that for, the predictive programming. So it's very strange. You can look into that stuff if you guys want. It seems like we're in a spiritual war, though. I know that. I do know that. So I'm going to leave you with with a song here. I wasn't going to play another one, but... I got a skedaddle. So check out my new song. It's called In the Wrong Hands. Peace out. Hey, look. Check it. Eating pussy at noon. Lunchbox. Tube shooting that goo. Sunblock. We smelling too loud. Punk rock. Got it dumb away down. TikTok. Can't stop. Stop with the world when I drop. Watching your girl getting top. What? Hot chick. Same in the brain when my cock is flow rhymes, blow minds, plot twist. What? I can flip it any style. I've been getting it a while. Check my file. I was wild as a child. Yeah. Getting riled all the time like fuck. Only good advice to give a god was tough shit. Life sucks, kid. In the home of the slave to your throne. In the grave, hold bone to your grave. But I don't mean to claim that it's all bad. Why? All I'm trying to say is we're in the wrong hands. I keep falling in the wrong hands. Guys falling down. I keep falling in the wrong hands. Drama all the round. Riding the death wish All mine, no lines from the templates Your mind bears striking resemblance To the rap guys who are highly offended I'm rising to eminence I'm relentless I design rhymes for the tides of remembrance Send this to my grandkids so they know what What it was like on my time on the globe It's an open letter from the go-getter Who know better, the goal setter Keeping it hot in cold weather With flows that burn like a face full of tear gas Shit getting more weird as years pass Mask on the mouth and free speech Last few months been a long three weeks Odd how it seems like it was all planned mm. Pawns in a game In the wrong hands I keep falling in the wrong hands Guys falling down I keep falling in the wrong hands Drama all the same I keep falling in the wrong hands Why'd you let me turn? I keep falling in the wrong hands I must be wrong hands Scammed by the rich what? Land of the sick nah. Broke while they make cash Hand over fist Mark of the beast what? Jammed in your wrist Ow. Sheep get fucked Jab by prick Scammed by the rich, what? land of the sick, nah. broke while they make cash, hand over fist, mark of the beast, huh? jammed in your wrist, Ow. sheep get fucked, jab by frick. I keep falling in the wrong hands, guys falling down. Yeah.